A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Academy Sports and Outdoors wants everyone to stay safe while doing more of what they love. So whether you're planning a fishing trip, heading to the driving range, prepping for your upcoming hunt, or firing up the grill before the big game, we have all the gear you need to enjoy more sports and outdoors. All at the prices that you're going to love. And with the curbside pickup available, it's never been easier to shop all our brands in-store and online at Academy.com. Because whatever you love doing, Academy Sports and Outdoors is there to help you have more fun out there. We all know the story of the 1980 national champs, but the fan is bringing you the stories you've never heard. From Coach Dooley, Herschel, Buck Ballou, and tons of others from the UGA 1980 National Championship team. Buck Ballou going to pitch it to Herschel. No block. He's going to try to turn around and go the other way. Buck Ballou blocks. 15. Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA 40, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless. My God, a question. With Buck Baloo. Welcome back to UGA 40, hashtag champions. I'm Buck Baloo. So, here we are, undefeated, and now focused on a shot at the national championship and a showdown with Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Fresh off victories over both Auburn and Tech. The next day, we get bombshell news. Coach Dooley's been offered the coaching job at Auburn, his alma mater. Word on the street was that he was going to take the job. It was like a cold slap in the face, caught all of us totally off guard. We were just stunned, but not for long, because the team realized if Vince left, Irk would get the job. Nineteen eighty brought honor for all. The dogs were number one. It meant a lot to a coach, to his team, and to the fans, especially the fans. So we take care of Tech. Uh, we get the Sugar Bowl bid. Uh, we're playing for the national title. I remember being stunned when I woke up one morning and and found out that Coach Dooley was going to interview for the Auburn job. Running back Herschel Walker. Well, you know, it, it was strange, but I was like shocked as well. Like, why in the world do you want to leave? We're playing so well. You want to go somewhere else? Yeah. You know, it's kind of shocking because you know, you're in a situation like that and now you're worried about whether your coach is going to be there or not. Running backs coach, Mike Cabin. As soon as that game's over, we were not sure we had a head football coach. Right. It, that was uh, Auburn came calling that, for Coach Dooley. That, that's right. His alma mater came. They, they offered him a job. Certainly, uh, he had every right to go look at that. I mean, uh, you know, you look at... Uh, coaches over the years, Coach Bryant goes back to Alabama. You know, Mama calls as he, you know, as he said, and it's the same thing with Coach Dooley. You know, it was home; it was where he played, and uh, so we we went through that for a few days. Offensive lineman Hugh Nall. As we all realize now, you know, it was uh, something that happens in the coaching world, especially when your alma mater calls and your best friends calls, etc. And at the same time, I remember warning, turning to me, saying, "Hey." 
it don't matter. We're going to New Orleans. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna make this happen. And I think that chemistry was there. And, and thank goodness it didn't work out. Of course, I've heard a lot of versions of it. I've, everything that uh, Barbara told him he couldn't go to, to him, <laughs> <laughs> for him deciding that uh, he wasn't going to go. But anyway, it, needless to say, it, thank goodness it all worked out the way it did. Coach's fate would have it. Your alma mater comes calling at that point in time, trying to lure you to Auburn. I know this was – we all understood this is, uh, this is where you went to school. Uh, you were invested – uh, there, uh, so that whole process, we were really concerned uh, at that point in time, and just were uh, relieved when the news came down that you had decided you were going to uh, stay at UGA. So, how tough was that for you, Coach? Recollect a little bit, look back on that big decision that you made. Well, uh, only two schools I ever considered about 25 years at Georgia, and I did have some other, a lot of other opportunities. It was Oklahoma, my second year where Bud Wilkinson was the coach and Oklahoma was kind of a role model for me as a young coach. And I wouldn't uh, ever consider anything else except Auburn, where I did go to school. Barbara went to school there, we met there. Uh, the governor of Alabama was my uh, roommate in college, Bob James. So I had this emotional pull and uh, felt like that, uh, that I needed to Take a look. Linebacker and team captain, Frank Rise. At the time, I was no different than, than a lot of the guys on the team. We felt a little bit like, you know, here we are. We've talked about big team, little me. We've all bought into it completely, if you recall that year. I mean, we were all fully engaged in, in giving up our self-interest for the good of the team. And then we're getting ready to play for the biggest game of our life. And this bombshell comes down where Coach Dooley's leveraging the championship for that job. Defensive back, Scott Werner. That doesn't play well for football teams either way. And it and it had a little mix and a little bad blood between, uh, uh, eventually, from what I understand, between Irk and, and Vince, but uh, I know nothing of yeah. it other than, you know, after the fact. But, yeah, it, it was just part of the game. Now it's even more part of the game. And I do remember going out uh, to catch the airplane. We picked up Derek, our youngest son, child who was about 10 years old and he uh he got in the car and he just started crying and he's he said i hate auburn <laughs> well you know at that age it's love i hate and uh it just made me start thinking all of my kids have grown up total georgia and then i started thinking about all the players that i had coached over 17 years I was too invested. If I, maybe if it had been five or six years, I might have gone. But I was just, my roots were, were nearer. They were deeper and more recent with all of my family and all the players I had. So it was just too much Georgia. And so from that standpoint, uh, that made the decision easy to stay. Offensive lineman Tim Morrison. I immediately looked at Lee and I said, that son of a gun. I can't believe he's gonna he's gonna leave us like this. Then I said, we've got Irk. Not a problem. We've got Irk. Today, just like a whole lot of people in Georgia, I'm cheering for the Bulldogs. Welcome to the bandwagon. This is Jay Cunningham, owner of Superior Plumbing, with the real deal Evander Holyfield. The best bark was me. The biggest bark was me, the real deal. 
Don't forget to tag out on social media, hashtag GA Barkoff J. Or hashtag GA Barkoff Real Deal. Go, Go dogs! Happy 40th anniversary from Superior Plumbing. Several years back, not long before Irk died, Coach Mike Cavan called and said, Buck, meet me in St. Simons. We're going to see Irk Russell speak to the Rotary Club. When I arrive, he's wearing that blue blazer he always had on with the white button-down shirt and those white and black saddle Oxfords. Man, those shoes, he made them famous. During the speech, he took his jacket off. I just thought he was hot, and I saw him drape it over a chair. And then he starts unbuttoning that white button-down in front of the crowd. Got everybody's attention. It revealed a beaten-up T-shirt full of holes, 30 years old, with the phrase, Big Team, Little Me. Big Team Little Me was our team mantra that year. And then he told some of those old stories using the phrase that every player on the 1980 team knew so well. Just one more time. That was Irk's calling card that season. Defense would be coming off the field. He'd gather these guys up in the bench area, look them in the eyes and say, guys, we need to stop them just one more time. And sure enough, it seemed like our 1980 defense came up with big stops game after game, week after week. Just one more play. Just one more time. And every time we needed it, there was a player that stepped up. And we all appreciated Coach Eric Russell. Mike Cabin. Well, I, I think when you talk about the, the 1980 coaching staff, you know, obviously Coach Dooley ran it. He, he was the ultimate boss, the ultimate uh, leader. There's no question about that. But the, I think you have to start with Coach Russell after that. He was one of the few coaches that had that ability, maybe the only one I really have known, that everybody loved him. They didn't care whether they played for him on defense or they played offense. They didn't care if they were second team, third team, scout team. didn't matter. He, everybody loved Coach Russell. Running back Herschel Walker. Uh, but then, you know, we had Eric Russell, uh, which I think one of the finest coaches I've ever had the opportunity to, to uh, be associated with. We had Eric Russell there, so I, I wasn't as afraid. Eric and I were together 17 years, and that actually was Eric's last year with us together. Uh, he was my first uh, defensive coordinator that I hired. And we were together 17. Irk, Irk was the best down all four person-to-person coach that I ever had. And uh, I miss him today. Defensive coordinator, the late Irk Russell, courtesy of Chris Domino. I, I kind of felt like uh, every time we went out to play, our my life was on the line, and, and I expected them to put theirs on there, too. And, uh, yeah. I got caught up in emotion every week. What a great feeling, though. When people ask you uh, what it was like to play for Irk, what do you tell them? Defensive back, Scott Werner. Gosh, that's, that, you know, that's one of those things you just have to experience. But it was like your father. You, it's the one person on the team you did not want to let down. And he, he was held in such high regard that, that uh, if you disappointed him, then you let everybody down, and, and you just didn't want that to happen. But uh, I don't gosh, remember he, a lot of screaming and hollering. Uh, he was he was really a positive guy as far as his coaching well, goes. Yeah, he was a, he was the guy that uh, you know he planted the seed, and he and he let you stew in it. Linebacker and team captain Frank Rise. If you looked at Coach Russell, he knew how to create a rallying point for his people. And to me, he'd been, he'd been an unbelievable chief marketing officer for any Fortune 500 company because he really knew how to market something 
how did he make you always feel like you could do better without making you feel you weren't good enough? Does that make sense? Most coaches usually criticize not just what you're doing, but they criticize you, and you know what I'm talking about. You know, like, you knucklehead, why'd you do this? With Coach Russell, he would never criticize you. He would address the action that you were deficient in at the moment, and then he'd always finish it with, come on, ROS, I know you can do it. How can you not want to give all you've got for that individual? Eric Russell. I did not, and I taught my players not to butt me in the head with their helmets and their face masks. Every now and then, somebody would uh, slip up and, and not follow the directions that I had given them and butt me in the head. My wife told me for 15 years, if I came home bleeding again, she was going to leave me. She never did. Ole Miss quarterback, John Forcade. I tell you what, we definitely knew who Eric Russell was because we, we were, we were kind of impressed at how y'all run the defense. The way y'all ran y'all defense was, was pretty much, you didn't ask him to do a lot in the pass game, but he did a lot in the passing game. And y'all had a good front, but it all started with up front. I, I just like the way Eric Russell did his thing with that defense. And you're right, he was well-respected, not just by you guys, but trust me, other players and other teams in the league and the SEC all knew who he was. And we all thought he was kind of like the guy that ran the show there. I know y'all had Vince Lilly there, but we know who doggone was the guy that everybody loved being around was that Eric Russell. Tim Morrison. He never had a harsh word about you. He would always challenge you to get better, but he never said anything negative about you. He touched every player on that team. He as, did. As you're talking about there, I just I can't believe he's he's not in the College Football Hall of Fame. Looking he back should be. On the great he team. should be. Let me say this. I really cared about our players. I really did. Not not just the down-the-liners, but I, I kind of felt for those guys a little bit more than than some of the highly recruited people. If you expect them to sweat, you got to sweat. If you expect them to bleed, you got to bleed a little bit too. If, if you expect them to, you know, get after the opponent's butt, you know, you got to, you got to do that. And if you expect them to do right, they got to see you doing right, and, and all these other things. And uh, that's what coach is all about. I think we led the nation that year in turnover ratio. Yeah. 44 of them we forced that season. I mean, my goodness, that's that's like three or four a game. Jones, the sole running back, off the play fake. He's setting up, throwing, and it's picked off at the 40-yard line. The deflected pass, and the Bulldogs are right back in business at the Florida 41. Mike Fisher. Wide receiver Lindsey Scott. You know, those guys were, they were opportunists. They, they, they got the turnovers. They got the stops when we needed it. And they seemed to be able to play together. But what, what Coach Russell did, and I, even when I, now, every now and then, I'll go back and watch an old ball game. Look, he played a lot of people. He played a lot of people. He played the Crows. And he played the Kremlins. He played those guys. He played the, uh, the Dale Carvers. I mean, those guys, he played a lot of people, man, which those guys were talented, but he played a lot of people on that defensive front. And in the secondary, he played a lot of guys. Those guys were solid. Now, that secondary was a senior secondary. They were solid, but he played a lot. Mike Fisher, he played a lot of people. Of course, you had Warner, who was who was the best of the lot, who did a hell of a job. But that defense, that defense saved us, Buck, week in and week out, I thought. Into the middle for one yard. And coming in to hit him, Tim. Crow and Nate Taylor. 
They're not fooling around. They're sending two of them after him every time they can. Chris Norman, low snap, handles the bounce. Block! It's blocked. Ball is rolling around inside the 40. Number 41, Pat McJay blocked it. They, they, they created havoc. Uh, they, there's no question about that. They created havoc on defense. Uh, they turnovers, like you say, it was unbelievable. We kind of joked about uh, the defense got the oh the dirty end of, of everything, but just that was we had our share of great defensive players. We we our meeting room was the weight room. The offense got the the theater type uh, meeting room. But we use that to uh, to good advantage. Uh, our guys sat on the floor in the weight room and uh, they watched those films uh, through my cigar smoke. Man, I tell you what, you couldn't do that today, could you? We kind of made light of the offense getting all the good athletes, but they didn't really. We had our share. And if we hadn't had our share, we couldn't have stopped anybody. Your team has critical calls to make. Southern Link employees are ready before the call for all your critical moments. Just like Critical Link, our mission critical LTE network. With public sector grade push to talk, LTE voice, and data solutions, Critical Link helps your team stay connected wherever duty calls. Rely on the network built for mission critical operations. Critical Link from Southern Link. Beyond reliable. Visit southernlink.com or call 1 866 441 LINC. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. Coach, let's let's talk about some of the players on that team. And, you know, I know uh, it seems like to me, uh, you know, too many times we, we get guys that made big impacts that get overlooked when we talk about the 80 team. Let's start with the defense and the interior of the defense with Jimmy Payne, God rest his soul, and Eddie Weaver uh, with, with Crimmins and Crow backing them up. Uh, Parks also a member of that team. We were really deep at that interior defensive line spot. Talk about Payne and Weaver specifically and the impact they made. Eddie Meat Cleaver Weaver was just an individual that was sound, could run. He sometimes didn't run as fast in practice or after practice. You wouldn't even think he was running. I remember I had to put him on several laps and that was the slowest laps I've ever seen so he had to stand himself. Yeah, he showed up he, on Saturday though, didn't he? But on Saturday he could turn it loose. Roger hit behind the line of scrimmage. Eddie Weaver scoring 
in from the middle guard position, hit Rogers just about the time George got the ball. So Johnny Wright, the fullback, had carried it on the previous play, found some room, but this time, no place for Rogers to go. Weaver just whips his man, and Rogers has, as, as you said, Keith, no place to go. Great defensive play. Eddie Weaver is six foot two seventy. Well, Payne uh, was still among our, our top uh, sack leaders, and he was terrific off the corner. Daniels hit, fumbles the football. It's been recovered by Georgia. Terry Daniels carrying for Tennessee, fumbles it, and Jimmy Payne recovers. He was a type athlete that could have played a lot of positions. He could have been a tight end and would have been, been a very good one. But um, when we used to get in staff meetings, I'd have, I'd have to be the referee between the offense and the defense because both wanted players like Jimmy Payne or Bill Stanford if you go way back. But at that particular time, I need was on defense. So we went with, with Jimmy on defense, became an all-conference player. Well, they were confronted with the same situation a moment ago. And that's when Weaver came through and knocked Rogers down for a couple of yards lost. Frank Rise. You know, obviously, meet Cleaver Weaver, about the meanest guy you, you'd ever want to know, but he was a heck of an athlete. I mean, this guy was 285 pounds, could, could dunk a basketball, and if you remember, he ran like a deer. Um, he was a great, a great player. We had, uh, you know, Jimmy Payne, obviously, just a super athlete. You couldn't ask for a better uh, player at our, at our split tackle that we had there. Uh, and then you had people like Crow and Cremans and even Tim Parks uh, that brought different aspects to our defense. Uh, in the middle, uh, Frank Ross, gosh, as tough as tough comes. And Nate Taylor also brought that to the table. Frank Ross, without a doubt, is the best captain, I think, leadership-wise. And he's still being elated with his team because he keeps everybody in contact. All of y'all are very close, and mainly because of, uh, because of him. And uh, he's the best conditioned athlete we ever had. Nobody in all of our testing for conditioning as we started the season could ever beat Frank Ross. Offensive lineman Tim Morrison. And Frank looks like he can still play right now. Frank had great leadership, great leadership. And Pat McShay was really strong on the outside. And Warner, obviously, on our team, uh, inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame at 16. So very proud of him. Scott Warner who was kind of the Herschel Walker of defense. I mean, he, he just went into the Hall of Fame, and here we had two players off that team in the Hall of Fame. Herschel, who went in early, and then Scott, who got in, and he was the uh, defensive player. And he led the nation in punt returns. We had the best punt return team in the country. So a lot of hidden stats is where this team really excelled. Linebacker and team captain, Frank Rise. And I think one thing that separates Scott from a lot of cornerbacks, he, he was will, he, he was going to take calculated risk. A lot of people normally wouldn't, and I think that paid off for him. He got burned a few times doing that, but I think it paid off more uh, than, it, than it burned him. Defensive back, Scott Werner. It's still a remarkable group considering uh, everything that was accomplished and just a, a bunch of no-name guys on defense. It really was. It was. It was. It, it was unique. Herschel Walker. You know, it's so fun. That defense is the true junkyard dog, because uh, you know people talk about the offense that we had. That you know they talk about the Herschel Walker. I said, guys, what you need to do is look at the way that defense played. That defense kept us in so many games. As a matter of fact, and you'll get to it. They won the Notre Dame game. <laughs> they won the Notre Dame game. And that defense would knock your head off. I think having Coach Russell there 
you know, all the great defensive coaches we had there. But that defense, they got after your butt. And I think that's what stood out more than anything. You know, people always said, you know, the offense always looked good, but the defense does the dirty work. But that defense played their tail off. And, and, they, and I, you know, and I, that's what was so great about this team. It's still the only undefeated, undisputed national championship that Georgia ever had. Now, some people have arguments, well, we had other teams that was better offensively and more flashy, and we beat teams by larger scores. But the object of the game is to win. And what that team was able to do, as you know, Buck, led by you, is that uh, we uh, were able to find a way to win. There's nothing like being a bulldog on Saturday night after beating Florida's ass. One of the greatest coaches in college football history. Rest in peace, the great Irk Russell. But the 1980 dogs still had one piece of business to handle. Coach Dan Devine and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in New Orleans. We got our shot at a national championship, and we're going to have to dig deep. We're going to deliver that to the Bulldog Nation. Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA 40, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless, an exclusive presentation of Dickey Broadcasting Company Atlanta. Audio credits in this episode go to the University of Georgia and IMG Sports, ABC Sports and the Disney Corporation, the University of Tennessee, and Chris D'Amino and Big League Sports Broadcasting. UGA 40 is produced by Rob Jenners, Brandon Joseph, and Matt Lear. Get more of Buck Baloo's exclusive interviews at the Fans YouTube page and download all the episodes and more great fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.